Hi, welcome back to the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Today, I want to talk about letting go. It's really hard and something that I struggle with myself, but I hope by the end of this episode, you'll be able to acknowledge where your struggles lie and be able to move forwards. I'm Katie, and I have built a business based on the love of helping other women. In the eight years I've been a mother, I've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I have been so lost, but have found my way back again. And that is what now drives me forward, a passion to help other mothers do the same. So each week I will share practical and tangible advice, as well as inspiring interviews with the same aim. You are enough. It is time you started believing it. This is the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Letting go of possessions is something that I've struggled with for a long time. And I know it is one of the main reasons that we accumulate clutter. Obviously, it can also depend on whether you have enough time to get rid of things, the inclination to get rid of things, whether you have family members that buy you too much stuff, all of that contributes to clutter as well. But one of the main reasons is our inability to let stuff go in the first place. You will find this in people's wardrobes where they hold on to clothes. You will find it in toy boxes where people will hold on to toys. You will find it in knickknacks around the house. You'll find it in your kitchen cupboards. Anywhere that stuff is spilling out that is creating overwhelm, those are the places that people are struggling to get rid of stuff. And there are various reasons that I'm going to cover now. One of the biggest reasons is sentimentality. Things I had found myself keeping were tickets to events that we'd been to. I didn't want to get rid of the tickets because it reminded me of that happy event that we'd gone to. And so the the sentimentality behind that ticket was causing me to keep it. I mean, honestly, I just look at that now and I think, what am I doing? And I've got rid of the tickets. Children's artwork, really big struggling point for so many people. Don't want to get rid of it because the child made it. Sentimentality means that you know that, oh, they were five years old when they made that. Isn't it wonderful? Top tip, take a photo, then you can get rid of the actual piece and keep it a digital copy of the thing. Items of clothing that remind you of an event that you wore it or a time in your life that you wore that pair of trousers, whatever it is. The sentimental reasons for holding on to things are a lot of the times valid reasons. And I am not going to sit here and say, get rid of all of the things. But what I will say to you is this, if it is so precious to you, there are two things that you should really think about doing. One, have it on display. I was talking to a friend recently and she said that she still has her wedding shoes. She's never worn them since because they're not really appropriate for the school run. Uh, And I said, why don't you put them on display? And she was like, oh my goodness, that's a great idea. 
So she might just, you know, put up a shelf, put them on display in her bedroom. You know, it doesn't have to be in your living room. Put the thing on display. You can get box photo frames that are just a little bit deeper than a normal photo frame that you can then arrange items in. I know uh, people do that with if they've gone on special holidays, they might keep mementos such as tickets and create a lovely display piece. Keeping those sentimental items on display is one way of dealing with it because actually then you're not hoarding it, you're making good use in the sense that you're enjoying it every day because you can see it. The other option is to minimise what you are keeping and put it in a special memory box. I have... I mean, honestly, I've got rid of most of the things that were sentimental to me because I I acknowledged that the memory was enough. But there's some things that I just couldn't get rid of, such as the first baby grow I brought my babies home in. So I've got a box for each of my children. And in that box, I've got their baby grow, the little... ID bracelets that the hospitals gave them, their first scan pictures, little mementos that I I could not get rid of them. I just couldn't. And I wouldn't have them on display because they're quite peculiar objects, some of the things like first little rattle or, you know, whatever. So I have put them in a box, which is a designated place. They're not just shoved in a cupboard. That's the thing you've got to try and avoid is not just keeping things shoved somewhere for lack of not wanting to get rid of them, but you're keeping them in a way that doesn't cherish them or have them on display to enjoy them every single day. If it's not something that you want to have on display, if it's not precious enough that you would put it in a box to keep it safe, you have to ask yourself, why am I actually holding on to this? Such as the child's artwork, keep a few pieces and a little folder that you want to show them when they're older or just take a photo and get rid of it. That pair of jeans that reminds you of that time in your life where you were super duper happy, either wear them or give them away for somebody else to enjoy. But the memory is still there. You will never forget that time. You don't need the jeans to remind you. So really have a think about why you're holding onto these things. The second reason people hold on to things is because they feel like they might need them again. Very valid thought in your mind. I understand it. I get it. I get the same thought processes. But you have to ask yourself, how likely is it that you are going to need that thing again? If you do need that thing again, could you borrow one from somebody else? That means that you can get rid of the the thing that you're never going to use again, realistically. I had a pie making machine, a bit like a George Foreman grill, sandwich maker thing. So it was a pie making machine. I actually didn't buy it. My mum had bought it. She didn't want it. She gave it to me and I was like, yes, that's a great thing. I never, ever used it. When I was decluttering, I came across it and I sat there and I just thought, but it's great. What if I what if I want to use it? This would be great for making pies. And I just thought to myself, one, if I really one day decide 
that I want to make pies in miniature form using a grill type maker, I can I can I can buy a new one. It's it's really fine. There are enough secondhand places. There's reuse sites you can you could find one on the cheap. Or I could just buy pies. I mean, honestly, I do not need a pie making machine that makes like four miniature pies. That's just enough for one person. Honestly, I just don't need it. So I got rid of it. Now I have space where that thing used to be. I'm not going to use it again. I need to just accept it and move on. That leads me on to my next point, which is people do not like getting rid of things because they've spent money on that thing. So, I mean, in the case of the pie maker, I hadn't spent money. So it was easier for me to get rid of it. But if I had spent, let's say, £50 on the pie making machine, I may have been less inclined to get rid of it because I feel like I've wasted my money otherwise. I need to keep it to justify the money spent. Let me say this one time. The money is spent whether you keep it or not. Which really leads me to say, think before you buy things, truly. Guilt around money is a valid thought, but if the money is spent, keeping it doesn't give you your money back. All you're doing is taking up space in your house with that item. You're not going to get your money back no matter what. And if you don't want to get rid of things to charity, sell the thing. At least recoup some of the money. But just having that thing never being used in a cupboard gathering dust doesn't get you your money back. I'm telling you now, the joy you will feel getting rid of the thing will be so much greater than keeping it. And that applies to all the the things. When you see the space, the, the lack of overwhelm, when you open cupboards, open drawers, that joy outweighs the worry about, oh my God, but I spent so much money on that thing. Or I might need that thing again and I spent money on it so I don't want to get rid of it and then need it because I spent money and I don't want to spend money again. I hear what you're saying, I do. But realistically, if it's gathering dust, you are not going to use it again. You're not going to need it again. The money is spent. Let it go. The next one is kind of related to the sentimentality one, but it isn't your own happy memories that are causing you to hold on to the thing. You may hold on to something because it was a gift from somebody that you care about and therefore you feel guilt about getting rid of it because they spent the money. They might come round and and want to see it again or there's sentimental feelings towards that person. I I do get it. There are things that my mum has hoarded her entire life and then given to me. Luckily, I have such a relationship with my mother that I can just say, I'm giving it back to you now because I do not have space in my life. But 
I understand that if your great aunt Agatha, your dear great aunt Agatha that you think the absolute world of, gave you the most hideous, ugly ornament that takes up space on a shelf somewhere, I understand if you really care a lot about Aunt Agatha, you don't want to get rid of that thing because you don't want to hurt her feelings. You feel like it's disrespectful. She spent money on it. I do get it. I do. But Great Aunt Agatha, or whoever it is, would not want you to live in a home full of overwhelm. They bought you that thing as a gift as the, it's the thought that counts idea. You do not need to keep that thing if it is not bringing you joy. They wouldn't want you to be miserable with the ornament. They would rather that you made space in your life for things that do bring you joy. The thought behind it was there at the point of giving it to you. That's the gift. Past that, Aunt Agatha's probably forgotten all about it right now. So you're just holding on to it, feeling the guilt, and she doesn't even care. She might have not even given it to you because she wanted you to have it. It was probably cluttering up her house and she thought, oh God, get rid of it to her, you know? So don't worry. Give it to somebody who is going to enjoy it. Let it go. And should that person ever be like, where's that thing that I got you? Don't you love it? Just pretend it was broken or pretend you don't know where it is right now. I'm sure, quite honestly though, nobody is going to ask. Getting rid of the thing does not mean you don't appreciate the thought that went behind it. Getting rid of the thing does not mean you don't love that person. It just means that you want to have things that bring you joy in your home and filling it up with stuff that you didn't choose, that you don't even like, there's there's no sense in that. And if anyone ever was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you got rid of that thing. Well, you know, maybe you need to get rid of them out of your life. The final reason I want to share with you is something that I definitely have struggled with do still struggle with sometimes, and that is getting rid of things that have attached to them your hopes and dreams for your life. There are different examples. So it could be a dress that you absolutely love, but that is two sizes too small for you right now. And you hoard it because you want to be that tiny again. And so you keep it in the hopes that one day you will lose the weight, you will trim down enough to fit that dress. I get it. I hoarded a pair of pinstripe trousers that were my absolute favourite trousers in the whole wide world that I wore when I was 18 because I really wanted to be able to wear them again. Now, at 18, I did not have childbearing hips. So I don't even think if I got down to the size to be able to wear them, I think they were a size 10, I still don't think they'd fit me because I've had three kids. My hips are grown. So yeah, I understand. But 
you have to be realistic and say to yourself, when was the last time that I was that size? Am I realistically doing anything that's going to get me back to that size again? I had an honest conversation with myself and realised that my love of Monster Munch and sitting on the sofa watching Netflix was never going to get me back into a size 10 that quite honestly was achieved through not eating very much and being on my feet all day working. I was on my feet all day and I barely ate anything so the calories out definitely outweighed the calories in and I was really really thin especially I'm tall I was underweight at a size 10 and so I had an honest conversation with myself and was like okay these are never ever going to fit me again I'm releasing them out I think just gave them to charity somebody will have bought them and will be loving them right now marching around town with their teeny tiny little waist and long long legs loving those trousers I still have the happy memories of wearing those trousers, but they are no longer taking up space in my wardrobe. So it's it's being honest. If if I knew that they'd only fitted me last year, but I've eaten quite too many mince pies over Christmas, and but now I've started running again, and so I'm likely to fit into those things again then by all means keep them. We don't want to throw things away knowing that we're going to have to replace them because they would fit again. But there are certain things, and I know, I bet you have something in your wardrobe that you just wish one day you might wear again. Your hopes and dreams on, on being that size again are preventing you from getting rid. Have an on, honest conversation with yourself. Will you be doing anything to get yourself there anytime soon. For me, it was a no, I was not. Another example of pinning your hopes and dreams onto objects will be things like your hobbies. I mean, I'm going to give an example here that actually isn't a true example of something that he's getting rid of because by some sort of miracle, I am using the thing. But it's an example of such an item. I have a Cricut machine and I really wanted it for Christmas and a part of me probably knew I wouldn't use it very often but I wanted it anyway. My hopes and dreams of being this person that makes and crafts and creates made me get this thing and quite honestly it surprises me that I have not neglected the object. I actually do use it a lot. But let's say I hadn't. That Cricut machine would be sitting there gathering dust. But I wouldn't want to get rid of it because one day I might find the time. One day I'm going to be the person that creates and crafts and, and makes different things. And so, you, you know, you might be holding on to something could be some fabric and a sewing machine. And you might be sitting there knowing that it's gathering dust, but that one day you're going to make your own clothes. Have an, Again, have an honest conversation with yourself and go, okay, when was the last time you used it? Do you have time to do this thing? Do you really, do you really want to do it? 
Or is it just an idea that you had once? And and again, you spent the money on it. So you don't want to waste the money. The money is spent. If you're really not going to do that thing, you are just taking up space in your life. Maybe you have got a guitar that you tell yourself you're going to have lessons for and learn how to play that guitar. But realistically, it's been sitting there for the last eight years gathering dust and you're just, you're not going to do it, are you? Let it go to somebody who is going to take enjoyment from that thing. It's hard because it's sort of like admitting defeat, admitting that you're a failure, that you wasted the money or whatever it is. But I'm telling you, the joy you get from letting things go, it actually becomes quite addictive. And once you start and you don't feel the horror and the doom and gloom that you think you're going to feel by getting rid of these things, you suddenly you're able just to let things go much easier. But those first steps, whether it's for sentimentality or because you spent the money or someone gave it to you, whatever whatever the reason, those first times of getting rid of those things, it, it's really hard. But I promise you, it is worth it for the space that it creates in your home. And I will refer you back to the previous episode about minimalism. This is not about getting rid of everything in your home. I'm not saying you are not allowed to have things. I mean, I'm not saying you're not allowed to do anything. (laughs) Who am I to tell you what to do? But my point is, you are allowed to have items in your house. I have a Cricut machine. It takes up space. Someone might look at it and be like, oh, what clutter on your bookcase. No, because it is useful and I use it. If it was sitting there gathering dust because I never use it, yes, that is the point that I need to get rid of things. Minimalism, as I will remind you, is a tool for helping you create a life that is free from the constraints of housework and chores. So getting rid of things that prevent you from opening a cupboard properly because it's rammed full of sentimental items or items that you spent money on or whatever, that is the point that you need to think, okay, I need to minimise what is in this cupboard down to items that are actually useful, that are used, needed and truly loved and cherished rather than just keeping things through some sort of guilt. Letting go is not easy but it is so worth it but you just need to work through why am I finding it so hard to let this thing go? What feelings are associated with this item? Is there a way that I can justify and acknowledge those feelings while allowing myself to let the thing go? I hope that was helpful. I hope that it's made you realise that you're not hoarding things just because you're a hoarder. There are feelings attached to items. You just need to unpick what it is that's making you keep those things. Once you do that, you can start to let things go and your life will be so much freer. Speak to you next time. Bye.